Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Come on and check-in with me. Come on and check-in with me. Mental health check-in with Lee. Welcome, welcome everyone back with another episode of Mental Health Check-In with Leek. Today I have a special guest, David Alexander from Big Brother and the Challenge USA. Welcome, David. Leek, man, appreciate it. Appreciate you having me on. I'm glad we got a chance to meet in New York on the premiere of the season of Big Brother and obviously Challenge USA. Um, you were like, yo, I do a podcast. I think I had a lot of drinks that night. I don't remember anything. And you sent me a message on IG like, yo, we chatted in New York. I'm like, bro, who are you? And then I saw that looked at the page. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know, uh, Kylan's been on. You have other, other guests that you've been on with the show. So I was like, all right, we probably did talk. And I did agree to come on. So I'm glad we were able to make that happen. You were persistent, especially because sometimes I, I get on and check IG. Sometimes I don't have IG on my phone. He was like, yo, let's do this. And I'm like, all right, here we are. Yeah, um, that day, um, shout out to my friend Paige. Um, she, I, I, I did an Instagram live with Isaac. She invited me, and um, I wasn't gonna go at first. You know, I live, I'm from Philly, in Philly, and um, I wasn't gonna go at first. So when I went and I'm outside the line, right, I'm just like, oh, my name out of the list, and I showed them a message for Isaac. They said you're on the VIP list. I'm like, damn, I gotta go up there. <laughs> Well, yeah, okay. But my friend Paige was like, just promote your mental health podcast. And I just was there to be there. But, you know, I'm glad that we got the meet and everything. Absolutely. So, glad you made the trip. Let's get. Uh, it was a struggle, but <laughs> I got like bad anxiety. But um, let's start this show off on the right road, man. My first question I like to ask people, I ask this all the time because I feel like it's not X more in this world. And I want to ask you, how's your mental health? Man, my mental health, it's it's been, I would say, mountain, mountains and valleys, right? It's, there's an up and down to it. Um, right now, I'm, I'm riding a bit of a high um, this summer. Yeah. I just relocated from Los Angeles back home to Atlanta. Um, this is my first time living in Atlanta since having this whole reality show experience. So I'm kind of in this grounded around people I know, people I trust, family, friends, and so from a mental health standpoint, right now, I'm somewhat thriving, healing, just in a good space. Yeah, that's good, man. Um, I like to ask that question. I feel like a tape recorder because like, you know, I could be like, David, how are you? You could be like, I'm okay, but you can still be struggling mentally. So I try to ask how's your mental health instead of how are you? Um, yeah, my mental health has been, it's a little better, you know, um, it's been bad, but it's been better, you know, about to get into a different therapy, then, you know, get my life on track and everything, so I'm happy about that. Um, Malik, I think you made a good me. point about, like, because, you know, a lot of times when you're walking and you see somebody like, yo, how are you? People just, you know, genuinely yeah. say good, or that's just, we've been kind of, like, you know, you don't want to put, you don't want to put your bad energy, like, not your bad energy, yeah. sometimes you don't want to be honest about how you're feeling to somebody, because you're like, I don't want them to dwell on how I'm doing. But sometimes there's some value to like, if, if you know somebody to just be like, yeah, I don't feel good today. You know, you can just have, be having a bad day and nothing's wrong with that. But I think yeah. we should be more honest with people about, I don't feel good. Yeah, that would be the best <laughs> answer. 
Yeah. Um, my last question for you. Growing up, was it okay not to be okay for you? Hmm. Growing up, was it okay not to be okay? Um. No. No. As a as a black male, um, I think there's something to being tough. Not you know being okay. Um, you know, your emotions are not being okay. It's not something that's really, you know, in our culture and, and, you know, with my friends and family, really, like, you kind of just toughen up, like you move on, like, if you haven't, you know, you just can't have a bad day. And emotions are kind of like, kind of missing a lot of times because we kind of bury our emotions. Um, so no, to answer your question, no, it wasn't okay to be, not be okay growing up in certain aspects. Yeah, I was going to say that. But you took the words out of my mouth, you know, in a black household. Sometimes it's rough. Some sometimes you got it good, sometimes you got it bad. And you know, growing up, my grandma, like, she like had five kids, you know, heartbroken by her ex-husband. And I just never seen her not be okay. <laughs> I'm just like, even though I knew she probably was bitter and hurt from her, just like when I around, just like like never <laughs> was sad enough. Like just took all the anger out on me. <laughs> so um yeah, um, my next question for you. What does mental health mean to you? Uh, mental health. So, you know, I have a, I have a bit for this because mental health is something that's been new to me. And I would like to say mental health, my mental health journey started when I had a chance to be on TV. I think a lot of times for reality stars, when you get exposed, not exposed, but you get introduced to this world where... Yeah thousands and millions of people get to see you judge you social media all these different things you know then you have to kind of take a step back and now you have a, a perspective that's different than your own especially if you have you know a perspective of yourself but um yes. mental health to me is an extension of your physical health um i'm really into fitness i coach crossfit as of recently um and i understand what it means to be fit eating right working out being consistent now, from a mental health standpoint, that means meditation, taking times to, to think, being away from things that might trigger, like taking, away, taking, a break, taking a break from social media or having discussions around mental health. That's a big thing that's huge for me, Tal. That's what it means, like being open with friends about therapy or being in a yeah. good mental place professionally and personally. So mental health to me is an extension of physical health. How are you? Physically, I feel good. Mentally, I don't. Or mentally, I feel really good today, but I'm really tired from my 10-mile run this morning. I think those conversations should be kind of, you know, even flow. And you talked about fitness, right? Can you tell the people that's listening, how important is fitness tied in with mental health? It's uh, it's hand in hand. Um, we have one body. The brain is part of your body, the heart, all the all of these organs and systems, right? The, the human system is so complex that literally we still don't understand ourselves, right? We don't understand consciousness, yeah. our bodies, all these different things. And so um, when you think about your system as a whole, if you're not taking care of your physical self, then your mental self, your mental health is going to decline. If you think about COVID and some of what the doctors were saying when it came to um, everybody's mental health was suffering, right? We were stuck. We were in this environment yeah. of panic and anxiety. And one of the things they said is like, hey, go outside, go for a walk, be safe, right? Keep yeah. your distance, but go outside for a walk because if you're not moving your body, then you're going to decline. You're not going to feel good. 
Um, if you're not taking care of, if you're not eating right, making healthier conscious food disorder, food, food choices, then guess what? Your mental fatigue is going to kick in. You're not going to feel good if you're not eating right. I mean, all these things tie in together. It's very important to keep that balance. Yeah, um, I, I noticed that like when I used to work out and everything, mental health was like my mental health was in check, man. Like, like every time I was depressed, I would go to the gym, work out, and I felt good. So like working out is definitely can be like a coping skills, guys, or um, another outlet, you know, to deal with your your stuff while you're in therapy. Um, and, to, and to add to also, that, leak, I would say like, you know, I think. Like when people work out, they say you do it for the endorphins. When you get done doing a hard workout, it can be a one mile run. It could be, I'm going to go walk for 30 minutes, right? It doesn't matter where you're at in your fitness journey. If you decide yeah. to go do something and you do it and you complete it, it's lit endorphins are similar to like taking like some kind of drug, right? It has the same effect, except you earned it through your own movement in your body. So when people say for mental yeah. health, join a gym, go do fitness, it literally works. You just have to get it started. Yeah, I believe I, <laughs> that is so true. Um, my next question for you, what do you say about the stigma surrounding mental health, especially with men? You know, is the stigma for men's mental health, you know, we can't cry, we can't be weak, you know, we just can't have emotions. So what do you say about the stigma? Man, society, we're in this patriarchal society, right, where guys kind of run, run the world in a way, males kind of run the world. And part of that is always being okay, always being strong, persevering, grit, grind, hard work. You have all these different things, especially in the U.S. business business world or just work world. But um, repeat your question to me one more time so I can make sure I'm catching it. I said, what do you, still basically like, what do you say about stigma surrounding men's mental health? Like The stigmas are starting to go down. The stigmas are slowly, slowly starting to erode. Um, the stigmas, the, the stigmas kind of suck because basically, you know, as you're growing up or even as an adult, it's hard to have those conversations. And if you don't know that you're not okay or you don't understand that it's okay not to be okay, how can you ever seek help, right? If we had a society where we taught people that, hey, mental health is a part of how you take care of yourself, right? There's a physical yes. stuff, there's a mental stuff. If you don't learn how to take care of yourself, whether you're not feeling good, how do you seek help? Um, if you're having a depressive episode, like who can you rely on? Who can you call? We need to remove these stigmas. And part of how I'm doing that, part of my effort is with my friends, especially a lot of my male friends, I'm like, I, I've, I've told friends like, hey, I've gotten therapy. This is what it's done for me. Um, not that anything is extremely wrong or the stigma around therapy being that something's wrong with you. You need yeah. to go get help. But no, like, I was talking to a buddy the other day. When you go to go to the gym or if you're looking to change your life, sometimes people hire a nutritionist or yeah. they hire a personal trainer, right? They hire someone to put them to an optimal state. Translate that to your mental health, right? Sometimes hiring a therapist or a counselor or a life coach or whatever that looks like for you or having a mentor that's how you take that next mental step and you take the, you get to that next level mentally, whether it's you working through trauma that you probably just become aware of, or you could yeah. just want to be a better human being. Therapy kind of help you with that. 
That's good, man. That's so good. Therapy is a must, guys. Guys, whoever's out there listening, guys, girls, therapy is a must. Trust me, it works wonders. You know, I know they're there to get paid to do what they do, but if you stick around, find the right therapist that can help you. So, um, my next part, before we get to yeah, change your life, yeah. Listen, I'm actually, I'm actually in the process of trying to find a different therapist because um, I've been my therapist on and off like <laughs> two years, but um, like as a child, I was sexually abused by two of my, my cousins, so I deal with like childhood, you know, sexual abuse. So I'm trying to find like a deeper therapy that deals with trauma because like I have like trust issues, like building friendships with men. So it's like it's a trauma. It's like triggering thing for me. So we're in the process. Actually, I talked today to what was the day? Yeah, I think it was today. I talked to a, it was like a consultant just to get to fill up, you know, some type of different therapy. So hopefully it works, you know. Um, my next question for you is, um, before we get to the question, I would say anybody out there that's struggling with thoughts of suicide or any suicide ideation, there is a National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Um, the new number is actually 988. All you have to do is dial 988. It's not that long number no more. Yep. It's so easy and dope. Going into my next question, have you ever dealt with any thoughts of suicide ideation? No, like I haven't, you know, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I am, I'm lucky enough to where some of my low points never, I never considered not being here. Um, and part of that is I've been blessed to have, you know, my, my mom, even though she's had her own mental health struggle and trauma, she loves and adores me. And I couldn't imagine, you know, not being here to make sure that I can help her. And then my yeah. dad and my family. So I haven't, I, I've been, I've been blessed that I haven't had those type of ideations, but I, I have. Yeah. Have you know anybody that's, you know, if you know anybody, if you didn't, don't like, what can you tell somebody that's struggling, like, you know, with suicidal thoughts? Um, I, I would say, cause I have met and I have lived with somebody who, you know, who was a Marine who's been to war is dealing with their own PTSD. Um, and I've gotten to see variations of it. Um, I think even when you're at your lowest point and you feel like sometimes the world or people or situations will be better when you're not here or you just got so much in your mind that you just don't want to deal with it anymore, there's always a better day coming. It's coming. Like it is literally coming. It can be tomorrow. It can be later today. It can be in a few days. Uh, there's something to persevering through it and telling that story when you figure it out if either if you seek therapy or you become more open with your friends or family um yeah. not being here is, is 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 it'll hurt more than you imagine and people that don't people that try and that stay i think ultimately you know are thankful that things didn't work out for them not to be here i think you hear that stories a lot yeah i'm actually a suicide temper attempt and um, I, I get it's great, it's weird because I get why people want to do it, and I get why like you should stay. You know, I get both sides of stuff like that. You know, being that tried this so many times. Um, sometimes, like when people don't understand that, like when you're struggling with suicide, people will just want to, you know, like they want to die, but they want to like get like die from the pain that they in. You know, yeah. um, that's why it's important, guys, to like. You know, suicide prevention lifeline nine eight eight. You know, um, reach out to friends. You know, 
um, family, you know, just somebody that you trust because, um, like, I lost friends to suicide. And, it, like, one of my friends, it hurt, like, it hurt. Like, I was sitting on the floor crying. I was like, damn, like, this is somebody that encouraged me to live and he, you know, died by suicide. Make sure I say the right term because the right term is die by suicide, not commit. Um, you know, he died by suicide and it hurt. And then I just lost a friend recently, you know, to suicide. I'm just like, oh my God, like in my necks and everything. So, you know, just stay in therapy, guys. Make sure you get your mind right. Talk to somebody. It's okay. You have to be okay. You know? And Lee, to add to that, I think it's very important because we're so disconnected right now with social media, right? Sometimes yeah. you'll look at somebody's story of your friends. And you're like, oh, that's what's going on in their life, right? You're seeing a highlight yeah. of your friend's life. That does not count yeah. as you interacting with them. That does not count as you being a friend because you like their story or you like their thing or you yeah. commented on their posts. Those are not real interactions. What you have to do is you have to, everybody listening, make sure you do this. Even if you don't have suicidal thoughts in any way, call your friends. Yes. Just to say, hey, just to check in, see how you're doing. There are people out there that might not feel as good as you that just receiving your call can be all the difference on how they feel about their day or life. And that matters if they're your friend and you love them. So call your peeps, your family, friends, call them. Yes, definitely. Make sure you check, check, on, check on everybody. <laughs> check on everybody. So my next question for you, right? We know that you was on Big Brother 21, 22, which is the All-Star season. And now the Challenge USA, what can you say about your mental health before and after reality? Right on the TV. Oh man, I kind of touched on it earlier, but um, so so going into to Big Brother, the first season, you there it's it's so surreal the opportunity to be on a show. Um, yeah, it wasn't a dream of mine. It just things the stars aligned. I got through the casting process. I'm literally on walking into this house, and I think for me, from a mental health standpoint. Being a competitor that, that I am and being the first one out on that first season, it crushed me. I, I think I've only watched it once since then. And when I did watch it, I cried like three times from the first four episodes because it was it was it's, I'm going to say it plainly. It was traumatic. Um, yeah. And then some of the racial controversy with some of the participants and house guests and TMZ. Yeah. And it was just it was an overwhelming amount of good emotions because it's just crazy once in a lifetime experience, but it's also mixed yeah. in some trauma from seeing and hearing and dealing with, you know, people who have prejudice and biases and some yeah. racist moments. Um, so coming out of the, coming out of that first one, it was like overwhelming shock, especially my situation with Kimmy too, right? That, that was yeah. another layer that added to it of me having some regret yeah. on my actions. And, um, I had to learn that I wasn't okay. Yeah. And I had to eventually, especially after the all-star season, I had to go and seek help. Like I was like, okay, like I cannot, I cannot figure out why I don't feel good. You know, I would have yeah. low moments and, you know, when it gets to the point where I'm, I'm strong willed, I yeah. work hard, I'm a hard, you know, all these different things, right. That are good in my life, but I couldn't figure out why at the end of the day, some days, I wouldn't feel good. And so that's when I seek therapy and that became yeah. a game changer because then I got to understand where that emotion was coming from, either what yeah. triggered it or what behaviors leading up to it was a cause of it. So now I can start the healing process, right? Maybe 
this thing triggers it, or maybe this situation or this social media or this person triggers some of those low emotions. And now I'm yeah. taking control of the situation to be better. Yeah. Like something that you said about um, well, everything you said, like I totally like respect and agree with, you know, like sometimes I think like when, like I've never done reality TV, right? So I think sometimes when you're in certain situations, you don't like think, think it all away. Like, you know, like it took like, I hope I'll get like, <laughs> like trouble for this but it took like a lot like so when George Floyd all the George Floyd the George Floyd killing and all that stuff it took a lot to realize like why people would be telling me like Leak, you know be careful out there I'm praying for you listen I just understood but now I understand because I'm a big black guy and that could have easily happened to me like I, I'm not gonna say I forgot that I was black but I just it changed everything yeah it, it it changed everything from I'm just like I didn't forget I was black it just that I just was just living life you know you know but when that happened, I felt like, okay, okay, Lee, now I see. I would say just because what you just said took basically exactly how I felt about my first yeah. season. I knew, we all know racism exists. We know yeah. that certain people won't like the way we look because of the melanin in our skin, right? Yeah. A lot of, but in your, in your regular life, you don't associate with people that are racist because you're not going to be around them. You're not going to live with them. You're yeah. not going to, you know what I mean? They, they're not part of your life in many ways yeah. you might have moments but they're not part of your life right yeah i think ultimately when i got in when i had that experience with that season and i had to walk out of it knowing a that it does exist it's out there there are people that you know even within the scope of that game i'm seeing and i'm playing interacting with these people and i'm ignorant to how they truly yeah. feel now as i got out the show I'm like sitting here, you know, going through my life, going to work or going and I'm and I'm, I'm having these moments where I'm just like, OK, are they what are the behavior? What are the tendencies? And so now it's it's on my mind all the time. And it's kind of taken away from my ability to just live at certain moments. But in a good way, now that I'm hyper aware, I start to, to be more mindful of where I spend money, who I see, yeah. who do they support? What are their what are their ties? What do they care about? And as a result, I'm really starting to understand like who are good friends, who aren't so good friends, and kind of how that intertwines with my life. Yeah, um, yeah, I get it. So like after 21, like what, like what made you want to do 22? You know, um, at the end of the day, it was a compensation. That's, that's they, it. you know, they they offered enough because it was the middle of COVID. Yeah. George Floyd just happened, like we just talked yeah. about. Um, I had a bad experience my first season. I'm still trying to understand my bad experience. So yeah, you know, when I got that call, you know, I'm just like, I was like, no, like, I, there's no way I can do this again. And they're like, well, we'll offer this much. I'm like, ah, okay. Well, I want to make sure that, you know, I want to have a conversation with some people to make sure that the same behaviors and ignorance that was on my first season yes. don't happen again, right? Yeah. Um, and I also wanted to make sure that there wasn't going to be a first night out, right? That was another thing I wanted to talk to them about. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. That was my traumatic listen, moment. Like, I just walked listen. in the house and I got to go home? Like, what? You made it um, far, bro. This, it's all-star season, you made it far. All-star season was much better. I got to sleep I got to sleep in the bed downstairs, <laughs> right? I got, to actually, I got to actually play the game. I remember the yeah. first time I voted, right? Like, and, and you know, this is all-star season. I didn't know it was all-stars until maybe a few days before we moved in they kind of kept it kept yeah. me in a secret on all-stars i was like okay like there's another season i don't know 
what's it going to be, but here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was so excited to see, like, you know, you, Bailey, and Devon, you know, people of color. I was like, yes, I was rooting for it. And it was it was a dope season, you know. Um, I'm glad you made it far, you know. It was dope, I, I, you know. I, I wish, now, when I remember, I remember that first day when I um, I saw Devon and ba Bailey. First off, I've only played with one other African-American on the show, right, Kimmy. So it was just two of us. Yeah. And I got out first. And then we were both in a position of there's only one of us coming back when those camp come back. So yeah. it made it difficult to align to try to figure out how to play this game because we were automatically yeah. in this small group of like who's coming back, right? Yeah. Um, for a very selfish game, as you know, Big Brother is. So when I saw Devon and Bailey, first off, when I saw Bailey, I'm like, okay, I watched her season, right? I didn't watch much. People in All Stars know that. Like I came in not knowing shit pretty much, but I watched her season. So I'm like, yo, there goes Bailey. I know her. I wanted her and Swaggy and, and that whole squad to do it. Fuck level yeah. six. I'm with Bailey. And then I see Devon and I didn't know Devon specifically, but I know I saw her IG and I, and yeah. she, she seemed like a familiar figure, right? We had a conversation. And yeah. so um, it was just, it just made it a lot better for me to have familiarity on that, on that season. Um, yeah. Obviously, the following season with the, uh, with the um, the cookout, what they were able to do in the yeah. last was amazing. But um, for those two seasons leading up to the cookout, it feels good to know I, I I try I did I did a big effort to communicate how percentages and statistics work on Big Brother when it comes to yeah. black males playing. I repeated it openly to the house guests. I studied it before I went in the second season. You know, African-American males, man, 87% of the time being the first three out, 90% of the time they don't make it to jury. Like all of these figures that I just kept yeah. in my mind because on my first season, I just saw nobody black ever won. But I, that's all I knew. Yeah. After that, then I saw, okay, Dave, you need to slow down. How can you hope to win if you can't even get past some of these statistics that continuously happen to black males in the game yeah. so i'm proud of what i was able to achieve on all stars i was one vote away from staying there a little bit longer maybe getting a shot at winning the whole thing but um as a as last part to answer that question um i am beyond grateful for my experience in my first season yeah. being the first one out to then being considered and called and agreeing to play on the all-star season that yeah. doesn't happen and then to now be on the Challenge USA, like you don't, you don't, you're not the first out on Big Brother and then come back to reality TV. Yeah. Um, I'm the exception. I'm grateful. This doesn't usually happen. I'm so thankful that the stars aligned for it to happen. Although yeah. it was traumatic, that experience, it had to happen the way that it did for me to be where I am now. And I, I want to say this to all, you know, the David haters out there, you know, saying, you know, why did he come back for 22? You know, David was on two seasons of Big Brother on Challenge USA. Boy, he's getting paid. <laughs> he's getting checked. Like, you know what I'm saying? Who does this? Like, who who could do that? Who could say they've been on two seasons of Big Brother and on Challenge USA? Nobody can say that, you know? Nobody can say that. Only me and Enzo, actually. Only me and Enzo. Oh, yeah, Enzo. I forgot about Enzo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Enzo definitely was on two seasons of Big Brother. Oh, wow. Can't number. Well, you Enzo could say that. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, let's go into. Um, my um, next question, well, what can you tell someone um, about putting their mental health first? Like, why is it important to put your mental health first? 
Um, if your mental health isn't right, you're not going to get up and move your body. You're not going to be able to maintain good relationships. It's going to be hard to, to be consistent at your job. Um, I think your mental health is core of everything you do. It's, it's what you decide to do on a day-to-day, what you decide to eat, where you decide to go. Um, when you feel good, you make better decisions. Um, sleeping, right? Here, here are two things I make, make, think make the biggest difference on your mental health potentially for me this is kind of how it started getting sleep is number one yes if you can get quality sleep it makes a big difference on 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 everything you do the next day um second drinking enough water i know these things seem super simple but i feel like with these two things at the core of what you do if you're going to do something consistently every day drink a lot of water water and get enough rest that's going to get you mentally in a better place to then heal you can't heal if you're dehydrated or, or sleep deprived yes um i agree with you bro putting your mental health first is like my friend ayana she always say i gotta put me first like you gotta put your mental health first because like he said if you're not right you know how can you be there forever especially like men that have like a family you yes. know if you're not right you know for yourself you can't be there for like your significant other or your family your kids you know make sure your mental health comes first 100 percent that's what Next question to you. Can you tell us some good coping skills that you use that could probably help somebody that's listening with like mental health or exercise, whatever it is? Um, two things. One, take a deep breath. I know this is like people hear about this all the time, but it does make a difference. Um, our, our nervous system is kind of always active. We're scrolling on the phone, we're driving, we're talking to people. You can, sometimes you just got to take a second, take a breath and relax your, your central nervous system. It helps tremendously, especially if you're having an episode or a moment where you're just getting attacked with anxiety. Take that deep breath. Second thing, this is an ongoing thing that I do daily now ever since COVID, meditation. Um, meditation has been well known in Eastern medicine as a way to, to reach zen, be calm, all these different things. And it's starting to grow as we see the benefits yeah. of mental health. Um, what meditation does is it helps you just stop everything. It stops, stops, it helps you to stop thinking and it helps you to be yeah. mindful of how your thoughts are coming. As a result of meditation for me, when I feel myself getting triggered or I have a moment where I'm like, ooh, this emotion doesn't feel good, I can pause, I can examine yeah. why this emotion is coming, figure out what triggered it, and then start to make steps around getting better from it. That only happened because of meditation. Before I would just kind of just be there and it just exist and the emotion would come and I wouldn't understand it and I would just move with it. Yeah, like that, bro. And to end this off, I just want to start with like asking, what is next for David Alexander? What you got going on, bro? Like spread your business all around. What's going on? Man, um... <laughs> What's next for David? Oh, I get this question a lot, especially after reality TV. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I, um, I'm back in Atlanta. So I am back home. Um, right now, I'm just focused on my physical and mental health. Funny be it, like I'm in training a shit ton. Um, whether it's uh, another opportunity at the challenge or just to feel good mentally, I'm doing it for me. This is my selfish thing, training. Um, Another thing I'm doing is, um, and well, Anna's mentioned focus on my mental health, meditating. I'm actually, like you mentioned therapy earlier, I'm actually about to seek out a new therapist. I had one in California, but now yeah. I'm like, all right, 
before when I got therapy, I was in a low point. Now when I get therapy, I'm like, I'm at a really good point. So what is therapy going to do for me now? What if it takes me yes. to another level of, of, of achievement for me personally? That, that's what I'm looking forward to. And then um, lastly, I'm working on some content creation. Um, I don't have anything that I consistently put out. I'm not doing any type of podcast or yeah. um, anything like that. But I'm, I'm, I have some ideas in mind. I'm looking forward to sharing more when those things come to fruition. But uh, my side of the mental and physical, just working on some content stuff. That's good, bro. Um, make sure y'all guys follow David. David does me does work out, y'all. <laughs> that's it. Like if you follow me, that's all you're gonna see. Nothing too crazy. You are going to start seeing some more mindful meditation stuff. I'm going to start reaching into the Zen because yeah. I really want to help people. Like, I don't want my social media to just be like, yo, look at me. I'm, I'm cool. Like, no, like, yeah. if you're going to follow me and follow my journey, then I hope there's some some good things to assist in your life, right? If you're going to consume my content. I want it to be helpful. Yeah. yeah, but thank you for being a guest, bro. Thank you. I really appreciate you for coming on today. Man, it means a lot, man. It means a lot. No, Lee, I appreciate your, your persistence on making this happen. Sometimes I'm like, I get on social media, bro, I mean, it happens all the time. Man. I, I get on social and I'm just like, I just don't, I just want to turn it off. I don't want to interact with, you know, we get a lot of requests yeah. and stuff like that. But the yeah. fact that I met you and the fact that you were persistent and consistent, and plus you were touching on a point that I care about, which is mental health and yeah. something I've been exploring as a journey. I appreciate you. No problem, bro.